0: Is Gilbert Hi. God- Hi. this is Gilbert <laughs> Gottfried and I'm here with my co-host Frank Santopadre. Oh, I'm not a
1: sidekick this week?
0: Uh, yes, I'm here with my co-host. boy wonder. Ah,
1: uh, <laughs> your youthful ward?
0: Yes, my... <laughs> I'm here with my Formally. I'm here with my male companion. Oh <laughs> Wow. I'm I'm here with my life partner. <laughs>
1: Dreams do come true.
0: Frank Santo Padre. <laughs> and our engineer Frank Verderosa, who's probably will lose this show. Wait a minute. After, wait a minute. And and, and, and uh, the man suffering. From uh, Munchausen Syndrome by Proxy, uh, <laughs> Old Black Raybone, and this is Gilbert and Frank's amazing colossal, uh, uh, yes, amazing colossal obsession. <laughs> Correct. Very That's good. That, that was that smooth
2: was, as silk. That was the half hour, wasn't it? That, that was beautiful. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs>
1: good night. <laughs> we also have a special guest with us. Our friend Chris De Rose is here. Hello. Who has helped the show with... With Mucho Research, he's been a uh, a friend uh, in uh, deed. What is that expression? A friend in need? Is a friend in deed. Like something like that. Something like that. He has that. a lovely voice for radio, don't you think, Raybone?
2: Yes. Yes, yes. yes I do. He is also a—how <laughs> do you describe
1: yourself? You're a tour guide? You're a
3: VIP guide? Yes, a uh, st- uh, studio tour guide, which was my first gig at Universal Studios Hollywood. Uh, and then I've graduated up to VIP guide— um, which essentially means in the summer, uh, I'll take around a, a VIP tour. Um, usually, I plan your entire day, deal with uh, uh, families,
1: and not only take you through the park, but show you through the the studio. The and back if way. Gilbert comes with the family, will you show him uh, oh, yeah. around? Show them the Psycho House and yeah, oh, absolutely,
3: take him around and we'll get you pictures on the uh, on the porch of the Psycho House. Yeah, you done that, do that, Gil? Have
0: you and done those tours? Do, do they have? Because it was made by the studio. Do they have a problem child ride?
3: (laughs) Oh, God. One of the big franchises. (laughs) Yeah. It's right next to uh, Jurassic Park and The Mummy.
1: (laughs) 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 That's terrifying. (laughs) All right. Paul, how are you feeling?
2: Uh, Better than last week, but it's been tough. It's tough, you know, every week. I heard you you were going to a specialist. Well, I was until he saw, I found out I was
0: part of this podcast, and he turned me away.
1: Dr. Mobutu, <laughs> Go, yeah, Gomez's right. witch doctor. Right. We're going to start here. Go ahead, this Gilly.
0: interview sounded like when when Dangerfield was on Carson. Yeah. I'm all right so, now,
1: John. Yeah. <laughs> but last I week. went to my doctor, Vinigum Butts. <laughs> I'm, I'm all right now, but last week I was in rough shape.
0: You've got to take care of your health, honey. Health. <laughs> health is most important.
1: <laughs> These are some gifts. These, this one's actually for me, but I'm going to show it to you. Ah,
0: uh, well, fuck whoever sent it.
1: Well, <laughs> the rare, I get the rare gift. Usually I just collect stuff for Gilbert in yeah. my office, where, which is NetABC, which has now become the Clearinghouse. But this was pretty cool. This is from a listener named Michael Caruso, and look what he sent. You know what this is? A
0: 45.
1: This is a 45, but look which 45. It's an original pressing. Can you Michael Caruso. Can you read the name of the on the on the label? Oh, wait He's got to put his glasses on. Oh shit. Hang on. <laughs> Frank, how about some syncopated clock while Gilbert finds his glasses? <laughs> read the name on that label,
2: son.
0: Monster Mesh by Bobby Boris Pickett. That's the original. And the Crip Kickers. How about that? wow. How
2: about is that? Is that an authenticated original? It is, on parrot wow. records. Unbelievable. Wow. Yes.
1: Yes, pretty cool. Thank you very much for that, Michael Caruso. The rare gift that's actually from me, Gilbert. This one's from you, uh, for you. This is from uh, listener Robert Schnackenberg, which I think is a Groucho character. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> 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 Professor Schnackenberg sends this to you. You can open it on Uh-oh. air so that Robert can uh, have the pleasure. Okay. Uh,
0: what did he send you? And and he has a card that says sh- knacken- Schnackenberg. <laughs> uh- bunch of... of, of, of chick tracks. Chick tracks.
1: A million of them. Look at that.
0: Oh, my God. You put those in
1: your bike spokes.
0: Oh, my <laughs> God. I've been reading these like crazy.
1: Gilbert asked how many shows ago, I don't know, what was that, Frank? Back in nutmeg days, he asked about this mysterious thing that he remembered.
0: I In my old neighborhood in Brooklyn, they used to hand out these like... Um, what do you call this shape? Uh, it's like a rectangle. A rectangle. Booklet. Uh, it's a booklet. And, and these booklets that were comic books, little comic books, and uh, they would all have like these weird uh, religious things where people would either uh, accept Jesus or go to hell.
1: Right, and they would always end tragically they when would. somebody had not accepted Jesus.
0: And And when you read these... <laughs> If you weren't an atheist to begin with, you'd become <laughs> them after seeing the ridiculous logic. So he, he
1: didn't remember. This was an episode we did with our friend Gary Gerani, uh who I used to work with at Topps Trading Cards. And Gilbert didn't remember the name of these yes, things. But he put yes. it out to our listeners. And to show you what a loyal crazed fan base, passionate fan base. People not only named them, but started sending them in droves. <laughs> so that's about the 6th or 7th package. Oh my god. Of those things that you These received. are great.
0: They make zero sense. Yes. Absolutely no sense. Uh oh, I well, I remember that time I brought up like uh finding, you know, looking into people's past. And one place said they could find if you had Neanderthal blood. Right. And I got about 20 people who tweeted me saying um, that how you, which groups of people have the most Neanderthal blood? (laughs) They knew
1: about it. People know too much. Here's another gift. This comes to you from a listener who identifies himself as Lord Bloodrock. (laughs) <laughs> that's all there is on there. Have,
2: we, yeah.
0: have the dog sniff this one? The dog. I it? had the
1: dog sniff that one. <laughs>
2: Can you see see, you open see that,
0: that? That's a Baylagosi character. It's
1: DVD, two DVDs, and what's in there?
0: Ah, oh, well, Baylagosi. <laughs> there you go. A triple terror collection that has <laughs> the ape man. Look at that. Uh, somebody knows you. Scared to death and the devil bat.
1: There, there was Lord Bloodraw. Was a character. Was actually it, a character. It just sounds like it oh, should. Oh, okay, be.
0: okay. <laughs> and I thought I missed one. <laughs> and Lon Chaney Jr. is the that? other indestructible man.
1: How about that?
0: Devil's messenger and Spider Baby.
1: Thank you, Lord Raw.
0: I believe these people
2: have come up on the show before.
1: Yes. Do these fans (laughs) know you or what,
2: Gil? Oh, my God. It's
1: scary. What do you think?
3: Speaking from the fan base. Yes. I just want to say that there are now, especially working at Universal, there are a million things I come across almost daily. And I'm like, oh, God, Gil would love this. Like, um, Well, they just put uh, a—and I was telling you before we turned the mics on— on the lot, they just put up a beautiful, brand-new monster mural uh, that pays homage to all the classic yeah. Universal monsters. Oh, yes,
1: you saw that. That um, was on Twitter. Did yeah. you see that? Yes. Tristan, yes. Eaton. Yes. Tristan
3: Eaton is the uh, artist, and he's done art installations all over the world. But Universal commissioned him to and said, you know, make this new, make this your own. But if you go to the lot now— there's, uh, I, I believe it's Bride to Frankenstein, Frankenstein, uh, the uh, Dracula, of course, Creature from the Black Lagoon. They're they're all on this wall and they're done so beautifully. But I was, and now like, where everybody's buzzing about it. But I was like, oh god, Gil would love
2: this. Where do you, <laughs> yeah. get, this? Do you get this on the tour or?
3: Uh? Yeah, if you take the world famous Universal Studio tour, you you can led by see this, Chris. led by Chris, Chris yeah. and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, 150 other guys. I know <laughs> so 150
1: other guys. I would insist that you give it. You give uh, it you I it. would love to. Gilbert, here's something you're going to love. Wow. This comes from our friend William Forsh. And uh, <laughs> open that up. Oh, that's boy. pretty bizarre. Oh, I'm scared. That's specific to this show. It's in, bi-
0: it's in a bag. It's,
1: it's in a bag. Looks like... Uh... This is uh, from Bill Forsh, who sends us a lot of cool stuff.
0: Okay, there's a picture of... Oh geez, that's, that's, uh, uh, that's, a, that's, a, Lazar. that's a picture
1: of Swifty Lazar wearing With, giant eyeglasses. Now is that candy? It's Candy Bergen. Candy Bergen? I don't know who that is. Maybe and, Mrs. Swifty.
0: Oh, maybe. Next, but open
1: the <laughs> open the bag.
0: That sounds like an ice cream store, <laughs> Mrs. Swifty.
1: <laughs> and he sent you? Oh,
0: I think it's Swifty Lazar glasses. He sent you
1: giant glasses. <laughs> oh
0: my! <laughs> Frank, can
1: you somebody sent him the giant glasses? <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> looks <laughs> like Edith. Yeah, I gotta get this.
1: Get it out right, first you first. get this. This is. <laughs> he
0: looks like Harry Carey.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Hi. This is a. You get it. This is a gift from. They, uh,
0: these would also Bill double Porsche. as uh, Ed McMahon glasses, and and the old Dean Martin.
1: Yes, I believe one of them is yours and one of them is mine. <laughs> so I'll have Frank take a picture. <laughs> Later, before we get out of here, of both of us that we can send to to Bill
0: Forge. Oh. How do I
1: look?
3: <laughs> More like Edith Head.
0: Yeah. <laughs> More like Edith Head. We will return to Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast after this.
1: And the last gift. Oh, these are great. Oh, wait. He also said, uh, "Uh, yeah, this is this this is the next gift from William." But I also want to shout out Patrick Bodale. Our friend Patrick, who sent Dara a gift. He didn't want to leave Dara out, so he sent Dara a very interesting gift that Dara opened moments ago. She had to run out to a movie, but it is a a soap-making kit. Ah, Where he got the idea that you were into soap.
0: Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) And so this is those tiny pieces of soap. Yeah. When it can no longer be used in a bathtub... You scrape it up and it makes a new soap out of old tiny pieces.
1: Yes. So these are very, very specific gifts that these that these gifts <laughs> See, these
0: I are, just
2: push them together send. with my hand. Yeah. Let them sit overnight and then it's one, yes. one burr.
1: We're actually gonna to get to a mini episode topic, but we're gonna fly through these and this is the last this is the
0: last gift, oh, Gil. This I is also can't from wait.
1: this is also from Bill Forsh, and I think Chris DeRose will get a kick out of that one too.
0: Oh boy. Open it up. Oh it's it's a, it's a life mass a miniature and I'm going to say that is this Buster Keaton? I believe look, it is. Look
2: on the back. It's got something on the back. I
0: believe it is. John Carradine. It's John Carradine. John Carradine. <laughs> oh close that's what you said.
2: <laughs> Didn't I say John Carradine? The very funny John Carradine.
0: <laughs> the other stone face. Oh, see now. Now I can see it. Yeah. Yeah. This is John Carradine, like, around the time when he did the howling.
1: There you go. A little. It's a miniature life mask.
0: Is
3: yes. that a magnet? Is there a magnet on the back? You can put you can that can on, put
1: your, it on fridge. your fridge.
0: Oh, I hope so.
1: <laughs> Don't <laughs> it's put like, it near the mic. It's like Ebenezer Scrooge's door knocker. And Bill also sent this for Paul Raybone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <that> <laughs> no.
1: And I think that's toward your uh, your treatment. That's yeah. That's a dollar. This is the
2: second uh, gift I've received of $1. Yeah. I'm trying to understand what that means.
1: He sent something for Frank, too, which Frank is telling me I keep claiming that uh, I have. But it's in my office, and I'll bring it to the next mini. So thank you, Michael Caruso, uh, Robert Schnackenberg, Bill Forsh, Patrick Bodale, and, of course, uh, Lord Bloodraw
2: And Bill. I said, Bill, dollar. Oh, yeah. I said Bill Forge. <laughs> okay.
1: Quickly, quickly, John, our friend John Fotiatis, who uh, Gilbert likes to refer to as Tom Fokiakis, <laughs> yes. and John, I know you're listening, said, hey, you know, Gilbert, uh, Al Lewis comes up a lot on the yes. show. Yes. Uh Beverly Owen just passed away, the original yeah. Marilyn Munster. Oh yeah. And we had John Aston, yeah, a couple of weeks ago, he said, "Why don't you do a Munsters versus Adams family episode?" Okay. And I said, "I think Gil would go for that." Sure. So, I had Rayburn or Ray Bone do a little research. And uh what can you tell us, Paulie, before I read my notes?
2: Well, uh the the two shows, oddly enough, ran for exactly the same time. They debuted the same week in two 1964. Yeah. Ran for two years and were canceled at the same time. Both canceled in 66. Uh, and uh, so there are any number of things on the web which want you to comment on which you prefer. Munsters versus the other Yeah, Adams, it seems right? to be so, like,
1: like the Ginger or
2: Marianne. Yeah. Uh, yeah or, you know, it,
0: it was funny. Around that time period, they would have identical shows. Uh, opposite each other, like uh, I Dream of Genie and Bewitched. Were they on
1: opposite each other? I they were also, so. I think,
0: like right yeah. around, they debuted
2: right around, right the, around same the same Different time. Networks. My favorite Martian, uh, I Dream of Genie, Bewitched, and there were one or two others well, all sort of supernatural. And, 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 my mother, the car.
0: And, my, my and opposite <laughs> each other were uh, Captain Nice and Mr. Terrific. Yeah, which yeah.
1: Buck, Buck Henry uh, uh, is still mad about that because he was the creator of Captain Nice. And he claims, which was on NBC. Yeah, yeah. And then CBS came up with Mr. Terrific. Oh, yeah. Which he said was Dirty Pool.
0: Yeah. <laughs> when we had
1: him on the show. But they were both an answer to ABC's Batman. Yeah. Which was a, 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 a sensation yeah. in 66. Yeah. But let's talk a little bit quickly about uh, Adam's family and the Munsters. And a couple of things we didn't get to when we had John Aston here. Uh, like, like Paul said, both debuted, what, September 18th was the Adam's family in 64, right? On ABC. And the monsters premiered on the 24th on CBS, created by uh, Alan Burns and Chris Hayward. Alan Burns is still around. Oh. Also, one of the creators of the Mary Tyler Moore show. Wow. There's a different flavor. We can see if we can find him. Shot in black and white. Did you find this, Paul? Because the studio didn't want to pay extra, an extra 10 grand. No, for, I didn't find per it. Per episode but, to, to but shoot it, in color.
2: It's better in black and white. So that's,
0: yes. Because yeah. Yeah, yeah, it matched the old Munster movie. Well, yeah. they made
1: that movie, Munster Go Home, in yeah. color. Yes. Which is a little strange.
0: So this see. is
2: one thing that I wondered about that came up. I don't know if among the group here we have an expert on the early universal horror films. We Does just anybody? might. <laughs> but And uh, the Monster House. The Monsters were supposedly inspired by those movies.
0: Chris, do you know this backstory? And do you I mean, I'm, mean I'm not bit. sure I could see well, that? Well it's but Frankenstein, Dracula same, right.
2: the Wolfman. Right. But the, but the Adams family has some of the same or similar characters too. Well, so, the Adams
0: family was
1: that was based on a, on a cartoon.
2: That on was New based Yorker on a cartoon, cartoon of the New Yorker. I don't remember
1: yeah. which. I, I, I
3: saw a documentary at some point back when uh, I started at Universal, and I think it was. Adams Family got greenlit. And then CBS was like, "We need a we we need a monster show." Yeah, I think that's and right. And
1: then uh, supposedly they, Lou Wasserman, who was yeah, running Universal, yeah. said, "We have these characters licensed. How exactly. can we exploit them for television?" Exactly. And 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 there was a treatment written.
3: And just about that time, we're talking sixty four or you know sixty three, probably is when it's in development. The monsters or the the monsters, the Universal monsters, the last great. A Universal monster movie was probably what? Creature from the Black Lagoon. That was what fifty three, fifty four. So it had been a while. It, it had been a while, and, a de- over a decade, yeah.
0: And everybody was was going I, for it. I that. remember I'm excited about it. At one point, they were advertising this movie as the next big classic monster. That was the commercials, and it was the Incredible Melting Man. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Who was in that? I don't know. There I was remember. like a, a guy with goo dripping on his face that he was an astronaut <laughs> wow. and he got some kind of rare space disease i've heard of the film and he was melting yeah i've heard and, of the film and so he was the next classic uh to be there with frankenstein and the wolf man so
1: that is the story i mean they had these they had these characters mm-hmm. and they said what well what can we do with this Uh, It was developed by two writers named Norm Liebman and Ed Haas, but what I found in my research was they threw a lot of writers at this thing before they basically landed on something they wanted. And you can tell us about the Munster House. Well, the Munster House—
3: Which is on the lot. It's it's still on the Universal lot, and actually uh, it's on what we call Colonial Street uh, on the back lot— but if you were an ABC's Desperate Housewives fan, you would know it as Wisteria Lane. There you go. Uh, and it was actually used uh, not only on Wisteria Lane uh, or, or Desperate Housewives, but it's been used in any number of shows. I was just watching a couple months ago. I was watching Super Troopers 2, and the very end of Super Troopers 2, they do a whole scene on Colonial Street. And the whole backdrop, they're sta- they're supposed to be in a, just a suburban neighborhood, but they're standing in front of the old monster house. If you saw it today and you didn't have somebody like me pointing it out to you, you probably wouldn't know that it's the Munster House. But the house was originally built um, was originally built for a movie called "So Goes My Love," which was 1946, I believe. That sounds right. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. So they put they they actually built that house and subsequently the Harvey House. For a Jimmy Stewart's Harvey House, they were both built for that movie. They were both put in soundstage 12, which, again, if you're taking the tour, the first thing you see when you enter the lot is the oldest and largest soundstage on property, and that is soundstage number 12. Subsequently, uh, Jurassic Park, that's where the visitor center was. That's where uh, Tony Montana's mansion was. The interiors uh, for Scarface. That's cool. Uh, the, the interior of the clock tower in Back to the Future. Uh, Frankenstein's Lab, Dracula's Castle were all in soundstage 12. So goes my love. Nobody knows it anymore. It's it's. I hadn't heard of it till today, till yeah. I started doing the research. Uh, it's it's a forgettable film, but after that movie, they moved, and the lot has changed a bit. But they moved those houses out onto the lot, and we're using them basically as shelves and facades. And then in '64, um, that's when uh, they turned it into the Munster house. And uh, another movie that I love that was right around that time. And if you ever watch uh Don Knotts Ghost and Mr. Oh, was Chicken oh, oh, it was the same yes. house. It wasn't the same. They used uh they used the Harvey house. Oh, well, they used the Harvey but house. But they sh- they you can see if you look closely cuz it's all on that street. Now I got to watch it again. They're shooting around the Munster house cuz the Munster house is basically dressed and ready to go to be the Munster house, but the the Ghost and Mr. Chicken house is
1: is the Harvey house.
3: I got to so
0: watch that. Can I can Dana Gould's favorite movie. I'm not sure if this is true. But I always heard that Sammy Petrillo, the freakish Jerry Lewis <laughs> uh, clone, uh, from uh, Duke Manty and Sammy Petrillo, Duke Mitchell, Duke Manty, <laughs> Duke, Duke Mantee <laughs> was a Humphrey Bogart, <laughs> Humphrey Bogart and see Air. I know Dick Duke Mitchell and Sammy Petrillo, who was the zero budget Martin and Lewis, yeah, no frills, and. Uh, that Sammy Petrillo wrote a pilot called My Father the Monster. Oh,
1: I know this story. And, and it became it, the monster. He claimed it. But he, he claimed they ripped him uh, off. Which
0: I think. I think he might be full of shit, but I know. Was was the
1: house used in '46 for Abbott and Costello and Meet the Invisible Man? Because that's yeah, what I, I found. I have And uh, Jerry I have Lewis's Rockabye Baby
2: in Meet the Invisible Man yes. in 1951. Could that be right or is uh, I have
1: uh, also. Um, oh yeah, built in '46. I got the wrong year. Right. Built in '46, and then yes, you got also, the year right.
2: The house was also seen in 1958 in Jerry Lewis's Rockabye Baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is
3: this but all you check know with, uh, they, that checks out. They also used again because they're they're almost a pair. Um, the Harvey House. I, I call it lovingly the Harvey House. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um but and and there is some story and I've never been able to I, I'd have to check with Norm who's kind of my my boss, who's also our historian, our go to guy for um uh, Obscure. You, uh, well, yeah, we'll, <laughs> yeah. well, like we'll be in the, we'll come off the tour route and just be. Like, Norm, I got a question uh, about uh, Leonard Nimoy and his uh, like being on the lot. Oh, he's and, the guy. Yeah, and okay. he's like, okay, let's sit down, let's talk to it But
0: also, I remember on the Monsters at one point, one of their relatives, the creature of the Black Lagoon. Oh yeah, I was going to ask you about up. that. And do you remember what his name was? Oh boy. No, I don't know this. Uncle Gilbert.
1: <laughs> Gil. Get it? Gil. Gil. Yeah. He's the Gil
0: man. I Gil. was very. But the only old horror actor. The, this this drove me crazy with the monsters. Well, Carradine was Herman's boss. Yeah. John Carradine, only one. And I figure Karloff was alive and Lon Chaney Jr. was alive. They might have turned they, it down. Yeah, I don't think Clint Chaney Junior. would have turned on. <laughs> he needed the work. Yeah, I'll tell you who was
1: almost cast is, and this is this has a podcast connection. If this isn't bullshit, and this is what I found, Billy Moomy,
0: because oh. Lost in Space really did not
1: did not premiere till '65, and that Billy Moomy auditioned for the role of Eddie, but his parents disapproved of the makeup and oh. want to put him in all that makeup. If we get Billy back, we'll ask him that.
0: And Billy Moomy was a Jew. We found out. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Yes. oh he Im- still
0: is a Jew still, still alive <laughs> that's the most important information if, if Billy Moomy if you're still out there if you're still alive you're a Jew <laughs>
1: a little <laughs> bit a little bit about the Adams family too And we had Aston here did you hear that show Chris? I, I love that show wasn't he great?
3: Um, yeah he, he was fantastic and I, I've had interactions with his son uh, Sean uh-huh. who's an amazing guy lovely guy uh, they made yeah. it happen
1: they really, Sean and Mackenzie, they got them here
3: absolutely. for us.
0: Absolutely, uh, I've gotten so many things on the internet. How much they love John Ashton. I think it's yeah, yeah it was it was our, our most
1: popular episode in a long time. Um, what I found is they were using a uh, recycled sets from the movie The Unsinkable Molly Brown
2: oh! at the,
1: uh, for the Adams family. With Debbie set, Reynolds, shot by the company Filmways on what is now Sunset Los Palmas. Studios, uh, created by a guy named David Levy, which is the story that John told on the show. Uh, formerly an ad man, and developed by Matt Nat Perrin. Oh, of the of Marks right. Brothers fame, not Matt Perrin, as I just called him, Nat Perrin.
0: Um, Well, he never actually, did he? Oh, Nat Perrin. Nat
1: Perrin. And as we talked about extensively with John, they were the first TV family to imply that they had an active sex life. Although, I was doing the research today, and it turns out in in, in 64 episodes... The
0: monsters shared a bed. Yes. No other TV couple shared a bed until the monster. Lucy and Ricky yeah. were always Interesting. they always had twin beds yeah. uh, there's a lot of uh, I don't know if anybody Dick was Dick Van bed Dyke and, 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 and yeah, Israel. yeah
2: but uh, twin beds you know um, in the, the Adams family uh, there's a lot of interaction between uh, John Aston and uh,
1: which which, yeah. which was some of it was real yeah they really ha- had the hots for yeah. each other I but mean, he it's... said made a decision to keep it professional yeah. they never
0: actually kissed on the her.
1: <laughs>
3: you would have
0: fucked Grandmama. <laughs> I I would have fucked uh, punctually <laughs> <laughs> God, why did they just call him
2: Weatherwax? Okay. Weatherwax. Well, the,
3: an interesting universal connection to Adam's family. If uh, if you take the VIP tour that I can also <laughs> lead you on, uh, we go into our our properties department, and we're the only way uh, anybody who's not in um, you know the industry can get into the properties department. The, um, uh, oh gosh, uh, what what is it called? The Iron Maiden that yeah. sat in Wednesday's room right. is one of the oldest props in the properties department. And unless it's still, it, it sometimes it gets rented out, That's as great. most props do, you can actually see it and stand in it. And it was also used in Abbott and Costello Meet Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. No kidding. Wow. Um, and you you'd have to ask me or one of the guides to point it out to you, but... And it's, it's a little worse for wear. I really hope they restore it. But Grandpa Munster's organ... I beg your pardon. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I'm, it's,
1: it's very much the worse for
3: wear.
0: They, hey, the man died in they, the nineties. They have it wrapped up in aluminum foil. Oh, <laughs> the musical
3: instrument he oh, played see. on. Forgive me, forgive me. That that is also in the pro, in the properties uh, the properties department. Well,
1: we we got to get there exactly. Is there much call for an Iron Maiden? By the way, do people come and rent them often? You know pa- parties. E-
3: every once in a blue. Moon, you'll see a you'll see a, a hold sticker on it, and I'm like, oh god, who's using the old Iron Maiden? I, yeah, it's it. I believe they also used it when they did the Adams Family movies. I think it's in the Adams. I Family love those movies. movies.
1: Quick trivia: Ad uh, John Astin shows the name Gomez over the name Rapelli. Ah, they gave them the choice of what they wanted to name their characters because mm. the characters in the New Yorker cartoons did not have names. Ah, as we pointed out with John, uh, P- uh, Pugsley was originally named Pubert. But they thought it sounded too sexual. Oh, puberty! Yeah, and uh, this uh, Nat Perrin vo- provided the voice of Cousin It. Yeah, and Felix Silla is still around, the guy who was wearing that Cousin It costume. Uh, Filmways did not want to pay singers, so composer Vic Mizzy sang the song in three different voices.
2: Vic, Vic Mizzy. The Vic Mizzy. Vic Mizzy, who also wrote what great television theme song. Why? Yeah green acres
1: you sure wow. bet sure, he sure did <laughs> oh he wow sure did I, I got to meet vic a couple of times because he was a friar did before you, he passed really? away it's yeah amazing. quickly some trivia okay gilbert we're gonna, we're gonna as we go out we're gonna <laughs> try to stump you but gilbert's well, nervous quickly i know frank will add some quiz music to this later in post what was gomez's occupation oh. anybody Chris? I, I, Raybone? An uh, optometrist came to mind, but I don't. <laughs> he,
0: I know Herman was an undertaker.
1: Yes, he sure was. He was a gravedigger. Gomez yeah. was a lawyer. Oh, He was, ah. a, shy, he was a shyster lawyer. Ah, I can see that. What was Morticia's maiden name? Ooh. Jesus. <laughs> it was Frump. Wow. And Margaret Hamilton, who we talked about last week, guest starred on the show as Granny Frump. She wow. was a lesbian. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> pointed out. I
2: don't have that on the card. Yes. The show was all about that. In,
0: in the credits. In the credits they Different said show. In parenthesis, she's a lesbian. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes, Bruce Finlanch described her as a lesbian. Exactly. What was the what was the Adams family home address?
0: Oh, yeah, now
1: anybody, up. any takers? Zero, zero, 001 Cemetery Lane. Oh, I
2: should get ahead. And
1: that. this is a layup for you, Gilbert. Uh, what was the name of Wednesday's beloved doll? Oh, I'll give you a hint. It was missing a head. Our our listeners are screaming. Oh, I've seen Marie the doll, Antoinette? Marie Antoinette. Yes. Is, yeah. Yeah. And quickly, Munsters, who provided the uncredited voice of the Raven on the wall that went Nevermore. <laughs> Remember it, the raven that was like a yeah. cuckoo clock? It, yeah.
0: it wasn't the guy from uh, Citizen Kane was Everett no. Sloan? that would have been great. It was Mel Blank.
2: <laughs> Mel Blake. Uncredited.
0: Unbelievable. And later an actor named Bob
1: Hastings who was on McHale's Navy. Unbelievable.
0: Mel Blank. Nevermore.
2: Did we we had did we talk about the address of the Munster's it's house? It's on my list. Okay.
1: What, what was what was Herman
0: and Lily's home address? Well, Mockingbird Lane, but I don't... Thir- 13, 13, 13, 13,
3: Mockingbird <laughs> Lane, the tour
1: guide knows. Well, it's
3: the first stop on the Universal Tour in 64.
1: <laughs> what was the name... Here's a counterpart question. What was the name of Eddie's beloved doll? Oh. We, talked about, we talked to Butch Wolfie? about it. Wolfie?
0: Wolfie. Wolf, Wolf. 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 wolf, wolf. <laughs> Very good. Or Wolfie. And yes. When, when, when he was on the show, when Butch Patrick was on the podcast, he said he made up a bun- he had a company make a bunch of extra yep. woof-woof dolls that he would sell, by mail, <laughs> and he would buy drugs. <laughs>
1: that's a true story. <laughs> it's true. Sad, but true. Uh, <laughs> He's the only one left, true. right, from the cast. He's, He's the, the only-, only cast member left. Wow. Well, Pat Priest, the, the okay. second Marilyn, yeah. is still with us. Um, okay, Gilbert, last one which two beloved and off one of them is off talked about on this show character actors comedic character actors played the family physician Dr Dudley
0: Ooh not 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 uh, i i remember Louis Nye being on one of Louie Nye shows.
1: was Zombo he was, oh, he, was <laughs> he was Eddie's hero monster hero
0: Oh okay
1: but the doctor was played by one was Dom DeLuise Oh and the second one would have would have said uh this place smells like I don't know ether. Paul Lynn! <laughs> <laughs> this
0: this place smells like cunt. All in <laughs> was Dr. Dudley
1: on the Munsters. last question I lied which, which legendary comic or what legendary comic appeared on both shows. We lost him recently. One oh. of the great iconic stand-ups of all time. Gentlemen, Don, you want to take a Don Rickles?
2: That is correct. Mr. Whoa. That's Whoa. For,
1: the,
3: for the
2: win. <laughs> for the win. Wow. Yes. So he, uh, one other little nut. We talked about how the monsters uh, try to recap the Universal Monsters. But the producer, writer-producer David Levy, said he wanted to capture the flavor of the old Marx Brothers films.
1: Yes, that's why he hired Nat Perrin. That's
2: it. Then. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Thank uh, you for that anticlimactic note. Yes, <laughs> well, yeah, that,
2: that, w- well, that
0: killed the entire the
2: show, show. The show was flowing along too well,
0: and I was—I
3: <laughs> was, I was going to say—I don't know if this takes us out on a on a better note. Yes.
0: It has to be better than... Take a shot. America's
3: dad, uh, Tom Hanks, uh, actually has been on our colonial street several times. One of the classic movies that uh, we all love as tour guides, The Burbs. Oh, yeah. uh, Hinkley Hills and the Burbs. That's That's the entire colonial street. The Munster House is uh, Corey Feldman's house. His next-door neighbor in that movie, uh, a podcast guest... um, uh, God, I'm blanking on his name. Uh, Dern. Uh, yeah, Bruce Dern. Bruce Dern is his neighbor in the movie. So when Bruce Dern falls off of the roof in the Burbs, uh, Corey Feldman jumps over, jumps off of the porch of the Munster house and runs up to like he's like, "Oh man, are you all right? We all saw that. Oh wow." Uh, so it it's in more movies than you think, and it's it again. It doesn't look anything like it used to. But the one thing I wanted to tell you, and this might. Be more for the old Harvey House. There is tell that part of the Harvey House and maybe part of the Munster House because they've changed so much. The cupola was actually taken and used to build the Psycho House. That's cool, Jeez. which is also still on the lot. The original Psycho House. <sighs> That's and, very cool. and I have to don't quote me on that, but it's one of the the two houses
0: on the set of the Munsters. It Paul in Ever say, "Hey, Eddie Monster, come here and bounce on my lap." <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, he might have made a better Zombo. Quickly before we go, and I hate to do this because it's nonsensical, but if you had to pick, since people pit pick one uh, pitch one show against the other, pit one show against the other, Chris, Chris I'm going to toe the company line. Monsters, monsters,
0: Paul. Then I go with the Adams family, Gil. Uh, all apologies to John Ashton. You were one of our greatest guests. But I was a Munsters fan.
1: I adore them both, and Al Lewis makes life worth living. But I'm going to pick the Addams Family.
2: Oh, it's a, it's a tie.
1: <laughs> <man>. It's <laughs> a tie. So we'll throw this out to the listeners. Uh, we'll have Frankie Frank. cast the deciding vote. Frank?
2: Is it a tough one?
1: <laughs> some, We're out of time. Here. I'm going to go with... I, I think I got to go with Adams Family. Oh, oh. All right. All right. <laughs> Sucking up to the Astins. All right, Gilly. We'll put that out to our listeners. Any, uh, any preferences, post them or post any fun trivia you have about either show. Thank you, John Fokiakis, for the premise. Uh, and this premise. has
0: been Gilbert Godfrey, Gilbert and Franks. Did you amazing. just mispronounce
1: your own name? I did. <laughs> yeah, okay. I did. It's
0: gotten to that point already. <laughs> It's like, give Gilbert his cocoa and put him in sleep.
3: Thank you, gents. Oh, yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you for doing the show and all you do. It's, thank you, Chris. In, really.
2: Did you sign off?
3: Or you're are we too off? kind. Did you sign oh, off?
0: this has been Gilbert and Frank's amazing, colossal obsession. Oh, I feel better already. Bye-bye.